Hello, welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And today we are talking about a new Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, based on uh, George Michael songs. Kind sort of. of yeah. Sort of, yeah. It's called uh, Last Christmas. So Last Christmas is a kind of, I guess you would describe it as a romantic comedy set around Christmas time. It's set in London. Um, it stars Amelia Clark as a young woman who. She works in a year-round Christmas shop and dresses as, as an elf. And when she's not working, she's auditioning, usually rather badly, for parts in uh, plays and musicals. And uh, she's not very happy in her life, but um, she finds a man <laughs> who outside the, the Christmas shop one day, and he helps her see things in a new way, and perhaps her life will, will turn around and she's a big fan of George Michael, so there's lots of George Michael songs. Yes. That's it. <laughs> so this movie is a tad ridiculous. Uh, it's schmaltzy, and it's cheesy, and uh, I love it. Um, it's not perfect by any means, and I'll, I'll probably pick apart a little bit of it during this or this podcast. But, you know, um, Emilia Clarke is, is, is charming uh, in this role. Even though her character, you know, is 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 a bit of a mess, mm-hmm. but she's a charming mess. Mm-hmm. And then Henry Golding is the man that you mentioned earlier that she, you know, comes across, and they start spending some time together. And he kind of, you know, as you mentioned, he 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 helps her, shows her new things, mm-hmm. way, new way of looking at life. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Yeoh is uh, the Christmas shop owner who Amelia Clark works for, mm-hmm. and. Um, She's she's good in this. It's, it's she's. I don't want to say she's not got a lot to work with, but she doesn't kind of have a whole lot to work with. She's a Christmas shop owner who is a bit. The character is a bit reserved, but she does, of course, you know, the ice cracks mm-hmm. and she opens up more as the movie goes mm-hmm. on, and and she does a good job with that. Um, this movie was um, written co-written by Emma Thompson. And she's also in this movie as the mother of Amelia Clark's character, who comes from, and this is actually a big part of the movie, I don't remember, which country do they come from? Czechoslovakia? Or the former Czech Republic? Yeah, I think that's like it. That. And they're immigrants. There's a bit of a, a not-so-subtle Brexit theme going on in this movie as well, but I think they handle it uh, pretty well. Um, but she's, you know, Emma Thompson, she's, she's fine. Uh, and, um, no, I... <laughs> I, I I quite enjoyed this movie. It got me ready for Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Well, I think it served its purpose then. Um, I, I had pretty low expectations, I'll admit, going into this movie because it's had actually pretty dreadful reviews from from critics. Um, and you know, in all honesty, it, it has all the subtlety of a Hallmark Christmas movie. If you're <laughs> if you're a fan of those. Um, it you know like you said it's it's schmaltzy it's unbelievable, um, but it's cozy too as a Christmas movie and it does get you into the in the mood and of you know the mood of Christmas, and uh, yeah it, you know it ultimately won me over and like you said it benefits hugely by a a, a very um, good cast mm-hmm. um, Amelia Clark and Henry Golding you already mentioned them all. I thought I really enjoyed Emma Thompson. I thought she gave the the funniest lines. I mean, she co-wrote the script. She gave the funniest lines <laughs> to herself. Um, I, I felt if if I had a problem with 
if there was a moment where I had problems with the movie, it was in, around the beginning. Um, I felt like it was trying to be funnier than it actually was. Um, there were lines that I suspect were supposed to be jokes and were supposed to be funny, and they just kind of fell flat. Um, it wasn't until I think Emma Thompson's character came on that it was, there was actually some humor that landed. Um, but I thought there was just great chemistry between the two leads. Um, and yeah, I, you know, it won me over this movie. It's funny you mentioned the, 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 the fun, the humor or whatever, because I noticed, I found myself, uh, embarrassed a couple of times because kind of from the get go, the humor landed with me hmm. and, I, but I found myself kind of, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a guffaw, uh, in a, uh, particularly in a theater. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, I was found myself laughing quite a bit, and I was like the only one. The audience we saw it with was like dead quiet for for quite a mo- most of this movie, um, and I just sort of you know it was one of those situations where I'd be like oh, <laughs> and then I like all of a sudden realized I was the only one continually laughing at it. Um, but no, and you know it's set in I think it's I guess it's London, right? Yeah. And um, so something I will say about it though. So, so before I saw the movie, I, I, I read that you know Emma Thompson was friends with George Michael, right? And supposedly had you know talked with him before about you know he kind of wanted to do a movie with his music in it. And so now that now that this is being done, I don't know what I expected. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting at all like a, a um, what are those album movies called? Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting a Mamma Mia style uh, thing where like. There were ABBA songs plunked in there, and they they both broke out in song right. to them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that actually <laughs> from this movie. But I what I did expect was maybe these George Michael songs to be a little bit more on the nose mm-hmm. than they were. Now, granted, while I have nothing against George Michael or Wham, I was never full disclosure never been hugely into their music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been aware of it, but that's about it. Although I'm very familiar with Last Christmas because who mm-hmm. isn't? Um, so, and that being said, I, I am not very familiar with the, the Wham! or George Michael song lyrics, nor did this movie really help me familiarize myself with them. So what I'm trying to get at is, these songs would come on, and, and I felt like they just came on. Mm-hmm. And they sometimes were like used as bridges between scenes, and sometimes they were just on during scenes. And I was feeling a disconnect between when the songs were on and what was happening in the movie, and I sort of, to me, it felt slightly jarring, like, oh, okay, they just decided to throw on this, this George Michael song right now mm-hmm. because, oh, that's right, it's supposed to be a movie with George Michael music. But you were telling me afterwards that you, you are a little more, more familiar, familiar with the music <laughs> and that you, you do think some of them were a little on the nose, right? Yeah, so there's at least one instance where I think the music um, really... Um, helped me to accept what was going on. So there's some kind of crazy things that happen or um, unbelievable, hard-to-believe things that happen. A lot of this movie is unbelievable. Yeah, and and I think just having... I I felt like just having a particular song play during that time made it all palatable and believable to a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, It just kind of smoothed everything over. Um, It's... uh, Praying for Time, which I think is just a beautiful song. I've always been a big <laughs> fan of that song. Um, and I, I, so I thought that in that particular scene benefited. 
I think otherwise, though, the movie does kind of do a disservice to George Michael. I mean, it says she's a George, our main character is a George Michael fan. Mm -hmm. And then that just seems to be an excuse to wedge in George Michael songs. And you don't, you never, you never learn why these songs are important to her. I I was thinking of, you know, you, you mentioned Mamma Mia. I was thinking of Blinded by the Light, which we saw earlier this year, which was about a a guy who became a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Mm -hmm. And I thought that movie did an amazing job of imparting to you why this music was important to this person in these, you know, different situations that he found himself in. Um, There's none of that here. It's just kind of (laughs) like a, it's just kind of like a background soundtrack. You, you, You never really understand why she's a fan and what these, what the music means to her yeah. So yeah. to me, it, it's it's it didn't achieve what it could have mm-hmm. as far as you know an homage to, to George Michael. But yeah, um, that's interesting to hear you say that because I guess I guess that you know that's how I felt. But mm-hmm. um, something else, and this is really really getting nitpicky, I guess. But um, in the opening scene, it takes place in the, the former Czech Republic. But when uh, Amelia Clark's family and you know, Emma Thompson and her mom, they're all living there still mm-hmm. before they immigrate to the UK. And uh, Amelia Clark's character, Kate, is up on, uh, on a stage like singing, right? It's part of some church chorus or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I will admittedly, I'm not great at pinpointing younger people's ages. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Someone could be six or, or ten. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she, she seemed to be, to, in my estimation, at least a tween, mm-hmm. if not a young teenager. Mm-hmm. And then, fast forward to the movie, the bulk of the movie takes place in 2017, mm-hmm. which I don't know why I depict 2017, and not like this year, but mm-hmm. any degree. <laughs> um, 2017, and then it mentions her age, she mentions her age at the time, and if you backtrack to the very first scene in the movie, I feel like the ages are off. The actress they got to play her as a younger person seemed way too old to be like the same character now in like 2017. That's a minor, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, (laughs) it's a minor thing, but it just, I found that slightly like, like what? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little weird. I, I, I do want to stress how much I'm growing to love Henry Golding. Mm, mm, mm. So I think this is only the second movie we've seen him in. Yeah, he was, he was in, in the Crazy Rich, Crazy Rich Asians. Asians. As was Michelle Yeoh, who played his mom in that movie. Right. Now she's in this movie playing the Christmas shop owner. Yeah. Right. So we've seen him in that movie and then this movie. And he's just um, so um, endearing. I, I really like him as a leading man, as okay. a romantic lead. I think he's like, really good. Same here. <laughs> um, I was going to actually mention there's a scene um, between him and Amelia Clark. Um, that I found so, um, it's very calm, it's very subdued, it's, it's very intimate, it's a very intimate scene, and I, I just love that scene. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say about it, I, uh, but and I, I just, I really like yeah. that scene between them. I know what you're talking about, it's very moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so, what do you give this out of 10? Um, I am going to give this a 7. Okay, I give it a 7.5. So our score is a 7.3, and it is on the tomato meter. <laughs> and you mentioned this earlier, the critics are not kind to this. It's got a rotten 47% on the tomato meter. Yeah. But I will mention, the audience score is 81%. Yeah. So in this case, what do the critics know? Yeah, they're a bunch of Scrooges. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do think it's better than a Hallmark Christmas movie, though. Uh, maybe. It has George Michael songs in it. Uh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you.